0: Okay, here we are, wishing everyone a good week or a good Shabbos, Parshas, Bo. Again we continue on what we are continuing on the Makas. That's what we are that's that's what we are doing today. And we are, also have the Shir be, or for Shalema, for Nikobet Shalemit. Okay. So here what here we here we continue. On what was going on here with the makas. So of course everyone knows the famous remez. Bo is gematria three for the last three makas that are in the parsha. <laughs> now, let's start over here with some of the things that go on. Par Locus, darkness, and makas b'cheres. That's on our schedule today and some other things. So first over here, like this, locus are actually the only Maka that Moshe is not told what's co- that Moshe is not told by Hashem what's coming, but lo and behold, somehow he knows. He knows locusts are coming, and the question is, how? So there really are different shatim here, whether it was just told to Moshe, but it's just not mentioned for whatever reason, or he was able to figure it out by logic, or if shavas, or who knows what, or maybe even he chose it on his own will. But let's, we're going to get to Roshimshin's shot on it soon. Now, another interesting thing here by the locusts, is the passage is telling us about the locust? locusts like this will never happen again. The Achra Lo so, in the future not. But we've got a problem because Rashi points out that in the days of Yol there actually was a serious locust plague like this. And so Rashi says, no, no, it's not the same. You know why? Because in the days of Yol, those were like a, a bunch of different types of locusts. Four different types. But this is zeum and echad. This is one type of locust. So it sounds like a very, very strange answer. It seems like we've got a prophecy that says locusts like this will never happen again, and a prophecy it won't happen again. And it, it, it appears that it did happen again, and Rashi's coming and saying it's not the same, because in the days of Yol, it was Four times as bad, so it's not the same as this. So, this is what we're trying to understand what exactly is the big shot of Zeman Min like, oh, this is special because this is only one. Okay, so this is what we have to see. Also, we want to understand, what's this lesson? I share his salt even the that I made a joke of Egypt. What's the big joke here by locusts? <laughs> and mentioned this also. Like, we're like, I think frogs are a little funny. What's so funny about the locusts? I share his salt even the that I made a big joke out of Egypt. So this is what we're going to try to see over here like this. Now, Paro has all these different ideas about Hashem or who knows what. And by now, you have to think, how, how is he really even, even wondering if there's even Hashem? You know, especially when you take a look at Makkah, like Urov, the animals coming with the land that they're on. Borrowed fire and water together. Clearly, he appears to be in charge of like all the forces and powers. And you know, like what what what's the locust going to do more? You know, than that to show him any more? You know than than these things? You know, what exactly? You know, what's this? What's this big gun over here? Now. We're also going to have to see if this was a regular locust plague. You would think the power would take it in stride. I mean, he's take all the other baches. He's like you know, frogs take it away tomorrow. Few maccas. He's just stonewalled. He's got no response. You know, he's really not. Uh, you know, not a tree you could shake too much. Take a look at his response here by the locust this time I've sinned against God, and you get this death out of here. What exactly is ruffling Pharaoh's feathers now with these locusts? This should not have been such you know such a a thing if he dealt with the boils and the frogs you know the lice the you know if he's got to, if he's been able to survive all these what's happening here that he's just going crazy? What really is that uh so this is what this is what we have to know. Over here is now Paro could think. This is here's a weird we'll thought for you. Paro can think maybe you know Hashem is a collector of sorts. You know he he says he, he has different powers. He can rule them together. Maybe he's he could get a little fire, a little water. He could put some of these things together. But is he in full domination of even one in particular thing? And that's what's actually gonna happen over here, you know, with the locusts. So we say Zeumin Echad, he's able to bring one specific locust, one specific type of locust to smash Egypt. So he says does he have full domination of like all the locusts of that particular thing, is he able to bring a million of them or whatever else? Now. So if Hashem does just does that, So then Pyro could say, oh, but maybe he doesn't have power over the other locusts. And then he just brings a whole swarm of different ones. Maybe he's got partial power. So now, so here's the, let's go, here's the the answer. Now, first of all, we have another question, which we didn't answer. Rashi said, Zeru min echad. It sounds like a strange answer, and for the Ramban, Canaan, others point out that that answer is not true anyway, because there were at least two different types of locusts, if not hundreds, in Egypt, so we're really lost in what Rashi is saying, Zom and over here. One of the answers Svezi brings, and we could really pump this up in an interesting way is like this, that actually what was happening over here is like, let's go like this. And we'll first we'll mention from revert from Roshimshin Master We had mentioned earlier; it said, "Oh, we didn't say how Moshe knew, but his Boel Pashem says to Moshe, 'Boel Paro Lamanchisi Yigah, Bo Lamanchisi Asi Ela Bekirbi that I place my wonders in his midst.' Says Boel Paro Bois Arba Bo put the letters Bays and Olive that are Muni into Paro. There's certain letters that are interchangeable: Bays and Pay and Aleph and Ayin. If we put the Bays, let's go the Bays, switch the Bays for the Pay." And the ala for the ayin, it's Isis Arba. We're going to bring the Arba into Parah. That's exactly what in the Laman Shisi Isi Eli put the Shisi Isis, those two letters put in his midst. That's what we're going to do over here. Now, what letters are we taking out of Parah's name? The letters ayin and Pei. Why is that so? Here's what happens there is one locust plague, one type of locust decimates the whole Egypt, eats all the food. But what do you mean? We said it, it, the Das Canaan the Ramban said so there was more. So what's going on here? There was only one locust plague that hit planet Earth. All the rest of the locust lakes were swarming around the sky, and they're blocking the sun. So what shot, they took out the ayin and the pe, Ayin is ay, peh is peh. We took out the sight of Paro, that's what all the locusts did in the sky. And the peh, the mouth of Paro, that they ate all, they ate all the food. So now, this is the big joke. The big joke here is one type of locust, just one brand of locust, decimated the entire Egypt and flying in the sky. That means Hashem is showing, like, I could just send one type of Logos to just knock you out and say, just in case you weren't you were sure that I had control over all of them, all the rest of those locusts are flying in the sky, blocking the sun, and that only made the situation worse down below. Because then, then the locusts can't even see what they're eating, so they continue eating everything in sight because they never get full because they can't even realize what they did. So Hashem is showing this is the big joke. This is Hashem's aliyim the, the big joke is that you have the locusts. Over here is one type of locust that's made the Holy Ghost. And he's got who knows how many more in this guy's swarm. He's like, just in case, if you really want that, I could send these guys over. I'm not even bothered. <laughs> I just show you, it's here just for the show they heat here to block out the sun, and just to let you know, just to let you know if I really wanted, i got to set these guys, too. I'm not even going to bother doing that. This is just like a mock. It's like laughing in your face. One thing is to destroy the place. And just in case I wanted, it, I get set down the rest of the crew over here. And that would be the would zone and echo down on planet Earth, and the rest would fly in the sky. And that would be, that would call cool, that stat. Furthermore... Is this, if this was a regular locus, like, like we said, power would take it in stride, and clearly he was not taking this in stride by any, but by any means. So, what actually happens over here, when Rashi says, and if you look in the magic, you'll see these were poisonous, they had metal jaws, they could be biting their faces, you could doing the craziest stuff going down over here. When Rashi says, Zelman echoed he doesn't mean it was like the 1948 saccades. He's like, Zelman echo is Ekhot and like nothing ever seen before. And the Possek wants to make it clear to you, do not say, in the days of Yol that was even remotely similar to the mahan and manis that occurred in Egypt at this time. And that's what the Sefer of Ephraim says. The Achrov low in the future will not be like this. The last two letters, Achrov, and the two letters, low, is Oisius Yoel telling you. In the days of Yol. it is not like this. Okay. Maka number eight. Uh, that was great. Maka number nine. Hoshach. What was going down with Hoshach? Hoshach was a darkness that was so thick. It was like a devastating thickness that went down with it. They, it was so thick they couldn't even move. As one of the Rebbe said, they couldn't see their... She said, the Pasik says they can't see their friend and they couldn't move. If you're not seeing your friend, you're not moving anywhere in life. That's how things are they brings some sofas and other ones that I'm mentioning over here. It wasn't stam, that it was a darkness. It was like it wasn't stam. There was a darkness. They were pushed scared stiff. They're seeing what is is all different types of frightening pictures. They couldn't even move from the Pachat of that situation. Others bring down that what was actually Makah it was actually a bright light. As if, if you're in a room of pitch black and I stick a lantern in your face, so then what will end up happening is you actually will be blinded by the light. That's what was happening over here with such a revelation that for anyone was shy to the revelation, they were fine. Oh, you know, the the light would illuminate them. Whoever was not shy to the revelation, the light would blow them out to smithereens. And this would be, they would be a blind Light and uh, for those who lived in darkness, they died in darkness. They were not shy that's how were the Jews who were not shyah to that ge'ula. That's exactly when they when they died. This is their situation over there. Okay, so some of those are things for yeah. now. There are there's a what's called, another situation. What's called, there's another by Makas Baharis This is a cute one. Is oh, then there's a, there's a scary line over here? Is it says the yimash the darkness will be felt. It was alluding to another darkness. It was the letters before yimash is before vav yud nivayov yud mem and shin is hey tes Lamed, resh hitler Yimash zechron that was reminding of another darkness that would hit the Jewish people. Okay. Now tenth marker is called makas becheres what's the name? Makas, that they get this wonderful uh, title. So it's actually a civil war that went on in Egypt. Can you imagine if you're a firstborn? Hashem comes over <laughs> He's like, Moshe's nine for nine now. We know this guy means business. He says the firstborns are dying. <laughs> you're like, we got to do something. You know, the firstborns are dying. We don't want to die here. we got to do something. So what ends up happening is the firstborns are in a civil war. So first, it was a maka from the Bakaris and then it was a maka on the Baccharis, hence the cute maka, Makas Bukharis. Now we know also that the dogs didn't bark, at this time, and one of those verts over here was this was this was a situation where Cairo, and everybody was silenced. Those dogs, those barking dogs, those people questioning whether there's Hashem, they weren't even barking. And for those who take it, you know, the that there was actual the dogs, and of course that is the Pashup shop, we have, for those getting involved with the Daf Yomi these days, we are in Masech des Brachas. Obviously you guys, are a lot further than the beginning, but in the beginning, in Masech des Brachas, they talk about three parts to the night. And on an equinox night, the night would go from six to six, which would mean, here, this is how, it's called, uh, how it goes? It says the first part of the night. So the night would be like the six to ten would be the first part, ten to two the second part, and two to six the third part. Now the Gemara says in Brachas, the first part is when the donkey brays, the third second part is when the dog barks, and the third one is when the husband and wife converse. And um, where the baby sucks from the mother. So what would be the exact middle point of the second watch, which is, the second watch would be the dog's watch. The dog's watch would be from 10 to 2. So exactly the middle part of that would be chetzeis, midnight. So exactly dog time, this is the Pusseks telling you, there were no dogs barking at this point it is interesting to know over here is in remez what that Gemara is talking about in the gain is that chamor is from the word chomer that the first part of a person's life, they get involved with the physical. Second part in life, you want to like let people know who you are. That's, that's the dog barking, a little bit of presence. Obviously, this thought was the big smash on Egypt. There is no more presence. You have got nothing. You got no gaiva. You're done. It is literally the ultimate destruction happening over there. That's the dog's not barking. Mitch Levy once mentioned a night's nice vert here. So this is one of my why we steal the Afikomen. Because we had, why? Because what? Because the Gemara says in Psachim, good to have dogs around to keep away the thieves. But since this was a night that the dogs didn't bark, so thieves can be around. So Remus, for that we steal the Afikoman. Of course, one reason why the, the matrim were hit with Makas Becherus is because they hit the Jewish firstborn, which was the Nibuchadnezzar. That's the Jews. And of course, Ben Nebucher starts with Yaakov Avinu as the Romans from Ovein and the Tzach Adash Rechav is Ditzchel. You're happy Adash from the and Ba'ach that you got from your brother. Okay. So those are some things over there. Just to take a quick recap, whoever was Following last week, we had actually gone through a lot of the makas, and I want to just do a quick review. If you got a pen and paper, I know some who's ever like the really uh, diligent scholar who listens with a pen and paper to this year. Don't know if anybody actually really does that. So this is the uh, first time I actually bother you to write it out. Okay, and so here it like is. The first makam the first maca and this was last week it's a quick review from last week you know anyway you go back to the tape for last week is in case you missed it we had mentioned but very quickly that the first maca what ended up happening said it was shot the Pusik said it was actually the fish that stank up and that's why they couldn't drink the water so we said it wasn't necessarily the blood was the Pusik shot but the Pusik said it was the fish and that was the problem the second went through the second and then the next thing was though, we're going one random note through all the maca some we mentioned but we just want a quick review is the frogs why were they why were they punished with frogs when they threw the Jews in the water, they threw the babies in the water, babies are screaming, parents are screaming, you didn't care, you were able to tune out that sound, but you can't tune out this sound. The croaking, the incessant croaking, that's, what's what, that's what was part of the major part of that maca that was going on over there. Besides all the jumping around and everything else. Even when Moshe had to get rid of it, he had to scream it was that ta'aka, that was what was going on over here. The third maca, the third marker we said was when it was hitting Kishif. We know on one level you cannot do Kishif if it's less than barley corn, whatever it is. It was too tiny. That's what they was said. Etz it was Etzba. Kim, salty pounded out. Etz was Rosh Hatabi's Ain with the Ode. No more questions anymore. We know who's the boss. But over here they were fighting with Kishif. And also, for those who know the story with Shimon Ben Shetach in the 80 witches over here is that once the eighty guys picked up the witches they weren't able to do their magic because witches can only do their magic when they're on the ground. So ground <laughs> your is all filled with kishab, there will be no ground. The entire ground turns into life. And that's what we said before it hit et, etzpalakim. Etz, Etza was four hundred parsa in Hashem's world, which would correspond to the entire that's right, that was we discussed last week. So that was knocking Keshav. We also discussed last week that the Makah of Aruv was because of a riot. The Vart of Dever was to take a stock into what they were doing and where they would talk about it. Markish Interesting quirks with Maka Shin. So, Shin, Shin are the letters of Shin, Shin Yudun, and Chas. Chas, because it's the Maka that knocked out the Khartoumim. And Shin, which is a letter of blend, like Shin is the first letter of the word Shalosh, which is Shal Shalim. So, Shal, shal is a chain. Shalom is peace between things. Shemayim, a e Mayim. Shin is always a blend. Shalish, Shetum, Adam, And Shin is 300, the higher expression of three, three prongs, the three heads of the Shin. Three is always that blend that we're talking about. So, there's actually a few things that go on with in the Shin with the letter Shin. Number one, it is the only Maka done by Moshe, Aaron, and Hashem. And in the first possible Baratish S V S R S Of course Hashem is on top. In the word Hashemayim, the letters of Moshe are found there and the word Haaretz through the letters of Aaron as Moshe represents the Shemayim and Aaron represents the so in the hierarchy down it's first Hashem the Yud Kei Vofke, then in the middle is Moshe and then the ground is Aaron the first letter of Yud Kei Vofke is Yud the middle letter of Moshe is Shin and the last letter of Aaron is Nun and those are the aces of Shin so this was the one Mark that was done by all three of them since the first three were done by Aaron Marcus 4, 5, and 10 was Hashem number 6 Boil done by all three and seven, eight, nine, 8, 9 Barad done by Barad Arb and Chesha, done by Moshe and since Moshe is the Shemayim that's what he does the Shemayim Marcus. and Aaron is the ground he does the ground Marcus easy enough so that's a one blend over there with the the Shin also there's one of the one of the answers of why the Tzachadash Bachav at some point down is the first two Machas was without a warning, the third one, with the first two makas with a warning, third without, Machas with the next two Machas with a warning, maka number six without, seven, eight with a warning, nine without. So there was a separation between, and those, so those the third in each set, which was the Kinem, the Shechin, and the, the Cheshach were all Ones without warning, and they all happen together. That's another sh- connection of the Shin, connecting those two together. And again, if you take out a piece of paper, you write the letters Kinem Chaf Nun Mem under it. Shin Ches Nun and Cheshe Ches Shin Chaf, and you read, you would read it up and down different ways, and you'll see all the letters of all those markers up and down. So Shin is connecting it that way. Others point out that eh. Shin, of course, makes the body look disgusting. When Paro's body looked disgusting and he had saras, what did he do? He shechted 300 babies a day, and Shin was a punishment for that. And of course, Shin is 300, and Paro so is the first letter of shechting. So there's a bunch of different Ramazan with the Shin in the Shin. Now we get to Barad. And Barad, all well, he has, they see is two opposites coming down, and the Chida mentioned something interesting about Barad, which was, it was Shaykh with their Machshavah what was their mashavah? originally they said oh let's fight the jews with H. you know we'll fight it with fire ah, no. if we fight with fire Hashem will fight back with fire all right let's take him out with water if we take him out with water Hashem won't bring another marble to the world don't worry about it so in their mashavas it's Aish and mayim so they were punished for those mashavas for so the blend of Aish and mayim together it is interesting what we're saying because in the lower three limits the lower three worlds the lowest level is represents the physical the world of action second level up would be speech and the third level would be thought. So now this is in the Tzach, this is the beginning of the third level. And the third level this is Shaikh with a thought that's based, raised, the two opposites that are going on over there okay now let's go further we had just mentioned before and what we just did is that not only by Marcus Cheshach was it darkness but it was mamish like the Gemara they're taking the chamom and a tick of the Sun out of its container and it will heal the tzaddikim and destroy the rishayim. or they're seeing uh, they're seeing like Halimus or Chazienus all different types of scary images and that was part of the Cheshach and another thing to note is through the ten sayings Hashem hid himself in the world and through the ten and Machas, Hashem, reveals himself in the world. And there are a lot of the connections. The he ors, Marcus, Chesha. You go through all of them, you see how they all work. And the first one is Beresh, that was the beginning of it. And the last one is Beresh, the Beratius corresponds to Beresh, who who is ultimately going to be the Beni Bukharis Yisrael, and all that. The interesting thing to know, if you take a look at the Rashi Tevis, of all those things we discussed, the first three dug Dugim, so with dagan for the fish, to for the screaming, and kishaf for what's called kishaf was rashi teves Arias, Dibor, and the shin is a dash. The Bey is the two opposites. The echad zeumen echad as we explained before with the arba the Khazionis, Khalimas, what khabiman in take any of those things or what go with the Khas and Bharat's corresponding to the, the base. So the Tsachadash there's a remnant here for the Takadash with all different things that were curl in the Makh, meaning that when or there was I once saw the pshat, that there was rest, technically the Machligas what was on the staff. Was it actually the Machas or was it the Rashid Hevis of the Tsachadash so, so if they were the Rashi Tevies, was it done the Rashi teves, if That's what it would be, not necessarily. Pending the the were going to get hit by some Maka that had to do with one of those letters. Depending on how bad they're going to be, is what it would be. So it came out, and we explained and this is, would be a Noob and review Who the simon? Who the simon is not only where they hit with what you know, what you know, with these the frogs and the lice and all those things. There was another letter that was also shy to that plague that was of in there, and all these other things are explaining. Different shaitas that was over here. That was another pshat. In there was another pshat in the tach. What the tach adash? What the tach adash be'achav? So those are what's called. Those are a few different words for the tach adash be'achav. And we go through the seven of the over here. I think we will leave it with that for today. Wishing everyone a good, a good Shabbos. Parshas Bo. Okay. Be well. to me